Welcome back to Seas of the Pod. I'm at Andy Kavanaugh. Matt, what's up? Hey, what's Let's up? Let's get after buddy? this. This is some bullshit. I'm not happy. <laughs> uh, I feel attacked personally. You seem kind And of- uh, you know what? <clears throat> I want to start with an opening statement. Um, Please do. This personal attack that I was subjected to, um, it's had me in a bad mood for a handful of days here. And right. if you don't mind, I'd like just a little bit of room to uh, to speak on this. I want to share my it? experience. Please I do. want to um, I want to set some records straight. Um, so there's some crooked records. Th- there are there are. Um, you know, I, I I mean, there for a while. I uh, I thought about uh, deleting my Twitter account. Okay. I um, this I thought about deleting my Facebook account which you would probably be on board with. Um, One out thinking, of two decisions would be really good. I was thinking about going to only Instagram, but huh. then again, they're going to allow somebody like fake Phil chick pickup to be on their platform. I can't be on board with that. No. There's no, there's no integrity on that one either. No. I was going to go on TikTok, but my understanding, I don't even know if that's going to be around, you know, Trump's going to shut that down. Yeah. So Plus, it was my birthday this weekend, so I had to maintain my Facebook status to get all the birthday wishes Very that came important. my way, as well as Twitter. So I, I opted not to shut it down. Um, but I uh, I did find myself uh, pretty upset, and I'd like to uh, I'd like to to just take a few minutes here of our time Please before do. we uh, before we we for. get into it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> as you know, Thursday night I went to the uh, the Chiefs opener. Yeah. It was a uh, it was the most surreal game that I've ever been to. Yes. Um, starting with the fact that we parked in a parking lot that we have never, ever, ever parked in. So as you know, we're grass people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we park way the park. fuck out there. We park on the grass. We park on the grass. To be clear here, we do have gra- we do have a. We do have a grass person that went with us and that when we would right. open the door, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> oh, right, right. Like, and it wasn't, yeah, no. Like, I'm hey, hey my nephews and my brother have to take a drug test, man. They're going to get, <laughs> they're, okay. getting, they're getting some contact high here, man. I feel like. But like, that's not the grass we're talking about. That's about, not the grass we're talking grass. about. We're talking you about are, lawn. You typically, you guys do it up big. You, you, Way out past gate six. Correct. Okay. So we had to come in gate five, which is on Raytown Road. So the whole, the new route to the stadium, I drive, I drive right we there. Yeah, parked yeah. on uh, the south east corner parking lot. Yeah. So when you come into the parking lot, because everything is zoned, we were zone 10. Yeah. Um, which I believe was the poorest zone. Of, uh, <laughs> the poor, that's, the where, that's where the poorest had that. That's where the poorest had to park. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like Zone Ten is yeah. like in Hunger Games. I think like District yeah. Ten was yeah. where the pores. Zone Ten is where the pores had to park. So they had cones in between each parking spot. Now, mind you, we've got sixteen thousand people that are out there. Now, let's say on an average Wednesday, uh, say Wednesday, and I don't know August when the Royals are mathematically eliminated and have been for quite some time, they might put fifteen thousand in that stadium on a Wednesday night. So the Fair. fact that they're the fact yeah. they're going to have like all these cars like spaced one apart when they didn't even use half the parking lot of ours 
And then they, they didn't even use any of the Royals parking lot, yet they've still got us all like in there tight. So it was actually very tight in some ways, only because they didn't use the entire parking lot, which yeah. would seem, seems to be unnecessary. Yeah, what they should have done is had a space in between and then had a row in between. And a space in between would have left everybody plenty of room. Right. So a little tight. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it was the shortest walk into the stadium in the history of, of our going out to homeowners. Right. Um, so we were supposed to get a mask. Um, but apparently they handed those out while you were at your seat. Um, so I guess we didn't get to our seat fast enough. So we didn't get a mask, a complimentary mask. Okay. But you had to wear a mask to come in. So it wasn't like. Correct. Okay. Yes. So there was tons of announcements. So they should have gave, so gave you a mask at the gate. Like yeah, but I guess gate. they were wanting to limit the human to human contact of getting you handed this mask, even though they were having jabronis walk through the stands handing them out. But neither here nor there so um i don't i'm going to assume that they played the uh the black national anthem but i did not hear that okay um and that's going to get into a lot of uh of where my issue in umbrage takes place so we get to our seat and there's literally nothing going out and i'll post this picture on our our twitter page but i took a picture of the stadium 15 minutes before kickoff Mm-hmm. when we got to our seat nobody on the field there's just a big trophy on there then they roll clark hunt out there and he says some words that were kind of inaudible to us okay. and a banner drops and yeah. we knew the banner was dropping because there were some fireworks and then we turned around and the banner drops couldn't hear anything that he said and then they're going to play this norma hunt tribute video that starts i don't know maybe 20 seconds into the video the did audio Norma starts. Die? I didn't hear that. Did Norma die? I don't remember. Norma. No, no, no. She was kind of. Oh, okay. It was like a hype video that Norma Hunt was overlaying. She was the voiceover for this hype video. Oh, okay. Okay. And it, you know, it, yeah, now let's hear a special video from Norma Hunt. And then okay. you're like, you're seeing video run, but you're hearing no audio. So then we get, um, we finally hear that. And then the Chiefs come out. Okay, let me let me let me slow you down for five seconds. So just sure, for point of yeah, point jump of, in, jump in. Sorry, no, no, no. Point of clarification: Are you where are you at in the stadium? Because you're not in your regular seats, or are you in your regular seats? We are not in our regular seats, but we're close. We're okay, maybe two or three sections over. I'm just curious. So now that can kind of place me in. So your upper deck. Yeah, we were a little lower, higher, lower or higher, a little higher upper deck. Yeah, and I felt like higher upper deck. I thought my cop, my cardio was good, but man, getting to my seat, I was it's gassed. Days, buddy, it's like the old days. Oh you man! Go by the, the time, way to the top. by the time I actually got up there, I was like, I was breathing heavy. You know, my my Apple Watch is going, "Hey, buddy, is your heart okay?" Like, sit down. Um, <laughs> like, hey, sit down, man, sit down. Right. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, so, it's so you're it's not fine. hearing anything. Norma, Norma's going. It's videos yeah. going. You can't hear squat. Yeah, the Clark Hunt thing was like super fast, felt super rushed, and then the national anthem comes on. Obviously pre-recorded. Um, looked like a kung fu movie. Gotcha. So the, the dubbing is way off. The video and audio are just not in sync hey. at all. Yeah. Look down at my watch, and it's seven twenty. And I say to my brother, I go, Texans aren't on the field. Are they going to make the 
Did they show <laughs> did, did up? They forfeit? Is there a they cancellation? Are we postponing something? Did you know? Did somebody test positive? What's what's so going the on? Question here? is, and you guys don't listen to typically anything on the radio. No, we're not. We're not. We're not radio in the in the stadium, guy. Um, yeah, because they had. So you you know obviously now why that's the case, right? And I'm sure we're going to get to that at some point. Why Houston's not on the field? I'm going to assume that they. It was a uh, demonstration yes, for the yes. national anthem. But tell me why they weren't on the field. No, no I it. don't know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it basically, it's not necessarily a demonstration. It was more of like, we can't really agree on what to do. So we find like the best thing to do because we really can't come together with the Chiefs or our own team on what to kind of do here. So we're going to stay in the locker room. for Okay. The- so Which- they did come out already. It wasn't like a, where are they at? It was like, you know, an hour before the game, they said Houston Texans will not be coming out for the anthem. Okay. So I didn't know that. Just found that out. That's new information to me. Yeah. But that is really what leads to the confusion. Being pissed off. Right. The mess. Exactly. Yeah. So, so national anthem plays. No it's music. over. No, right. no Texans. So then we see the Texans come out of the tunnel. Now, Matt, you've been in that stadium several times. The opposing team that has come out of that tunnel, with the exception of one time, Nine there's 11. only one time, nine twenty three oh one, that the team that came out of that tunnel has not been booed completely and mercilessly. No, and th- I will say this might have been a decent time, but there's no, but there's no way to like coordinate that, and there's no way that you're going to get sixteen thousand people all on board with not booing this team now. In that scenario, like I said, it might have been semi-appropriate. I'm curious. Did you like boo the hell out of them? As yeah, like, I boo them every oh. time they come. I boo every team that comes out of there. No, I know. I know. I'm yeah. just, again, I'm just curious in this scenario. In this scenario, I could see it be cl- being close to September. So I don't, I don't know why they didn't come out. It, it, I, just, I just found out. Okay. Regardless, I'm booing you're booing them because they yeah you were booing them because they did or didn't come out for the anthem it's because and that was something i said but we'll talk about my yeah. so then so after that so then they come out they run onto the field and they right. kind of start congregating right some of them on the arrowhead some like kind of off the arrowhead well we've seen in the past that there have been teams that would congregate on the arrowhead and, you know, kind of do some jump up and down, which, you know, then the crowd takes as disrespectful. How you going to, how you going to jump on our logo? Disrespect, right? So then, so they're still getting booed. So then the Chiefs come out and they're like, there's this like weird intermingling of players. The Chiefs are already on the sideline. On the sideline from the national anthem. To the field. And so they come out. So now it just kind of looks like there's going to be like the coin toss, but it's going to be all, no captains, all teams. That would have been probably smart. okay. So then the Chiefs like start fanning out towards the west end zone, correct? And the Texans start doing the same thing. So like, on, so the Chiefs are like on one hash, and then the Texans kind of start on this other hash, right? Because it's a unity thing. Because everybody, yeah. and together. then they decide, oh, well, I think we're going to lock arms. So then. Like, people don't know what the hell's going on. We're still booing them from coming out. We're still pissed off because we think that they're jumping on our logo. Then there's, like, some inaudible announcement, which in hindsight meant, hey, we're asking for unity. We're a, a moment of silence for unity. 
Right. So then these guys kind of start getting themselves organized a little bit. And so the players are starting to line up. And by the time the players actually got lined up, we're about 30 seconds into this moment of silence. And then, um, then you kind of start hearing the ruffling and like some noise. And then you hear, thank you. And that's it. And it's over. Now I was there. I will speak for what I could hear. Yeah. I did not hear anyone booing. Right. Now, my first side question notification that there was booing is I got a text from you that said, are they really booing the display of unity? Now, can I explain that? And see, again, that's where text can be weird because I, that was actually like a really genuine question I could also see where that kind of probably came across as like, are they doing that like accusatory? But that literally was like, I didn't understand. I really wanted, it was like a point of clarification because I knew you were there. And that was where I was going to make the point that I typically wouldn't text you that much while you're at the game, if that makes sense. Okay. I just, we text each other all the time when I know you're sitting on the couch and I'm sitting on the couch. And honestly, I, I would have totally got it if you didn't text me back. If that makes sense too. Well, luckily time- I didn't have gloves on, although I thought I might need gloves because the weirdest home opener in history, I'm wearing a hoodie. I, and I, was, I was actually glad that I had the face mask because it helped keep my, helped keep me warm. So I'm warm. Yeah, exactly. Cause I know that we were talking about that at the soccer game, you know, that it was like really, yeah, it keeps you warm at least for that, so, for that purpose. So last yeah, year's so opener I- in Jacksonville was 108 degrees <laughs> and this year was 58. So we lost 50 degrees on our, Brutal Our opener, but yeah. yeah so, so I get your text. Started going. So the so the idea is is that I he, I do hear it. I do hear it. So the other piece is I'll just tell you from like a couch standpoint. I'm watching. I do tune in. I hear the sound. Okay, because I know they're going to do something right. Normally, I would walk into this NFL football game, even the Chiefs, at twelve. What well, whatever the game was, seven thirty. Okay, because I don't care about the pregame. I don't care about the pregame. But I knew. This one, I might want to pay a little bit of attention to the first 10 minutes or so of what the hell's going on on the field, right? So I did come in. I did hear the booing. Now, part of me was like, and I I immediately went to something is a little bit off, okay? Like, I immediately went to, did we, were they saying chiefs, okay? Chiefs doing that. Was there, what's up? Because I really didn't, this made no sense to me because I know our fans and I know our fans aren't perfect, right? But I had a real, I just had a skepticism that they would boo kind of outwardly and and everyone would boo or a huge portion would. But then when you've heard those, that clip on Twitter, right? Now here's the other piece. Why is NBC's feed sound like that? Because I, I'll, I, want us, I want us both to at least agree that there's no real conspiracy theory there with that, with that, with that video. I don't believe. I, I personally believe that whatever reason, they've got them, their mics picked up the worst. It just sounded weird somehow. So I don't know why NBC sounded that way, but every other camera that you saw that people took clips or whatever, you, you didn't hear any booing. You know, yeah. or you don't. So, so because- I haven't heard the NBC clip. Oh, you really haven't? No, oh. I haven't heard it. Um, I know you kind of were so mad about it that you were kind of upset that it was like, I'm not even going to check it out for a little bit. Right? Yeah, but, yeah, know, that's, uh, yeah. So I so- text you. So we can go back to the text. So I text you. I say, are they really 
because because I'm our I'm getting I'm it's literally blowing up the timeline on my Twitter account. Yeah, okay? so, and, and national people, these are national people, not my lefty communist normal Twitter people, right? Socialist, like, socialist, don't forget socialist, okay. fascist, all those. Right, right, it's all of those. Not those people, but like national people are getting on there going, uh, they boo, did you guys hear booing? Was that booing we heard? And I'm like, holy shit, what's up? And that's when I texted you. Yeah, and so my first hearing of this was when I got home, you know, it's not like you get home and you just go straight to bed. So I turned on Sports Center. Yeah. And Scott Van Pelt's like, apparently they're booing unity. And I didn't like Scott Van Pelt's tone. No, okay. So first of all, I normally, told you it was bad. normally I like SVP, but I didn't appreciate his tone. And I didn't appreciate the show of unity, colon, semicolon, some fans booed. Okay, factually correct here. I'm sure there were some people booing. I was there. I can only, you know, I can only speak for section 322 and whatever i could hear from section 322 and when i got that text i look over at uh at bob and i'm like did you hear booing during that what the hell are you talking about right. my brother, did you hear any no i didn't hear shit you know and it's like right. so it does feel like it like maybe there's not a conspiracy theory but it does feel like there's a narrative that is trying to be oh. No, no, no. That's no. That see to me, that's different than conspiracy, and that's the no, and, and that's one hundred percent accurate. That's what happened. The narrative quickly became that seventeen thousand Arrowhead Stadium fans booed Unity within seconds. Every yeah. bit of every bit of nuance was gone from it, and that was when I started to get because I, you know me, like I'm I'm very on you know like we're we're kind of on different worlds not different total worlds but little different sides of those kind of things so it would have been easy for me to pile on right and, and you and and the other piece is that when people hear me saying or sticking up for chiefs fans right here or the chiefs themselves or, or the kansas city football team because you know i don't even like to say the chiefs you know i have no problem piling on Chiefs, the chiefs and piling on chiefs fans i hate the chop that's something we can talk about too I don't like it that Chiefs fans do it. That has really nothing to do with the, the, the organization. I don't like the name. We've talked about that. I don't like some of the things the organization does. So I would be inclined big time to go, oh, look at that. See, you know, the Chiefs are shitty and shitheads and everything else. I, I, I have every, even though I'm a Chiefs guy and like I'm a Kansas City guy, I have no problem being critical of that organization or the fans or the people there. But I immediately thought this like didn't seem right and didn't sound right. And then when I started talking to you and you were like, because I knew you would be honest with me too. Like I knew you probably would be at least you were like, even I knew you wouldn't boo, number one. I knew you would be like honest and not love it, but you also wouldn't hate it either. You, you, there's a level of like, you get the booing maybe. So I knew you'd be honest and say, yeah, dude, they booed or whatever. So you were when you were like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. So I, I was like, let me start scrolling and figuring this out because then it was just a pile on. And then you started seeing these trickle of videos, right? That started to come through of actual other videos of people that were there, not the T, not the NBC TV feed, but the people that were in the stadium of, of just literally taping or whatever. And you can't hear shit. There ain't no booing. Yeah. So, well, the whole like, the whole thing of like somebody yelling Trump 2020, you know, in any, in any moment of silence, 
at any moment of silence, you get to about the 35 to 40 second mark of it. Somebody's going to yell out, no, I will not make out with you. Anything. Maga. You know, somebody's going to yell something out because it's quiet and they're going to get attention. Um, But yeah, so I, as a booer of unity, because that's what I do, uh, I found myself more annoyed by the super drunk lady uh, behind me than anything else. Okay. Which um, is typical. Yeah. I mean, her incessant need and discussion of needing Denny's hash browns, pancakes, Those are breakfast good, food after the game. Uh, Fair, though. Fair honor, because there is nothing better than that. So I can't, like... But that's the problem with 16,000 people in the stadium. Is you hear every conversation. Every asshole. That, <laughs> oh, my God. And then the, uh, uh, the, the kid that was sitting in front of us. So these guys are four rows in front of us. They stood the whole game. And so it's like, so we stood the whole game. About the third quarter, I was like, man, why are my feet hurting? Oh, I've been standing for seven hours because I was out at the tailgate. Right. So – uh, but yeah, man, it, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like the headline of Chiefs fans boo makes for a better story than people were, the players asked for a moment of silence and the people were silent. A hundred percent, Andy. And what happened, and this is where, and, and so maybe this lets me go back to what I kind of love to do which is kind of shit on the organization that they didn't properly produce this thing and that they allowed the city to kind of look like shit because of it, if that makes sense. And Andy, I'm like, so, so I, I get your anger at how the narrative got blown up because that's something that makes you mad, period. That's very on brand for you. You're something, somebody that like does not like how that happens. And I understand that. And I get that. What I'm going to say, though, is, is that I can also go as, as equally mad as we can be at how the media works and how ne- like the, the social media, regular media, whatever it is. We can equally be mad at the, the multi-billionaires, right, who, are, who, who, had, who had six months to prepare for what was going to happen when we go on the field the first time and not six months because all the George Floyd stuff happened and everything else. And so again, you had a, a, another facet of it that obviously had to be added, but there are ways to have produced that. Well, that wouldn't have made us look like assholes, Andy, you know, like part of me is like, come on, like inform your fans so that your fans don't look bad. So here's the, no. so here's the weird thing. The players may not have needed preseason, but the stadium and stadium staff absolutely needed it. I'm sure. I talked to uh, I talked to a good friend of mine that um, works for the organization, mm-hmm. and he was telling me just some of the just some of the like little things that right. you don't figure out until you kind of start getting some live bullets. Like I guess some of the concession stands, they found out that some of the refrigeration and the concession stands weren't operable. You know, so you don't know that, right? I mean, you you put the stuff away for the end of the season right. in January and you winterize it or whatever at the end of, end of the AFC championship game, and then you don't look at it again. Right. And then you get preseason, you're like, oh, shit. Uh, we need to get a new refrigerator in concession stand number 44. Right. Well, you know, you don't – this was preseason. Exactly. You could, you could tell because there was just a lot of things with the 
the in-game audio, the in-game production that was just off. And that's the piece. Okay, so he, tell me. So tell me this: How much of the pumped-in audio could you hear? The sound, like, okay, so there—that was a thing, right or wrong? Yeah, there was a, a definitely a pumped-in audio, um, and it was like a white noise murmur right. hum. Right. That my brother said that all NFL stadiums, and I don't know if this is a new thing or if this is like you just don't know it because there's seventy thousand people. Right. but that they pump this low Some murmur in at 70 decibels. So it was, which was also annoying because it's so quiet that you hear this and you're like, Dude, it's like a buzzing, buzzing of a bee or something. Yeah. It's like, you. turn that shit off. Like, yeah. How can I just hear silence? Right. But then yeah. part of you goes, you would then hear all the language and all the things on field, which I imagine, I'm curious, like, did you, could you hear a little more of any of that kind of stuff? Well, keep in mind, we probably had a better yeah. shot of hearing from God than we would from. <laughs> you were high up there. Yeah. Um, we actually oh. didn't even know that Andy Reid looked like Iron Man. <laughs> okay. You couldn't quite tell. No, you couldn't see, like, they never really showed Camera. him up on the tell me about camera oh so they just didn't really show him on the mm -hmm. did the cameras shot it tight super okay. tight field only mm. occasionally would zoom in tight on a pod of people right like during commercial breaks or whatever like they would normally okay. but like no like and if you if you're watching the monday night games that are on tonight well as i i say it they do show it now but very few like wide angle shots where you can see how empty it looks, how empty the field is. Um, right. Do they looks, have anybody in this stadiums tonight? Uh, I don't think the Giants have anybody. Um, it looks like they have like some little white cardboard things, you know. But like, imagine if you're Las Vegas. Imagine if you're the Rams, and you've brand got new these stadium. yeah, brand new stadiums that. Now, they'll definitely be able to work out some kinks, but still, even next year when they first put people into those things, the first time that humans go into those stadiums, there's going to be issues. And they just built like that $8 billion monstrosity in L.A., you know, that's going to be like that. Did that you see thing. the comparison to the uh, Selena Meyer Presidential Library? no does it look like it there's there's comparisons going around oh it looks my like god it's amazing i heard it was like underground right that's one part of it right it, i mean it's it just looks like it yeah looks like a I, heard it was, I heard it was built underground because it was so close to their airport that they were literally concerned about the height of the stadium around the airport so they built it like Again, that's could be total BS. Maybe I don't know. Look at some look at some aerial shots of the uh, SoFi. Uh, yeah, but I or you'll see it next week when the Chiefs play the Chargers. Or maybe they just built it that way because a lot of stadiums are kind of built down, kind of yeah. they're below yeah. ground. Well, especially in California too, they build them down. Stay yeah, because the earthquakes. Yeah, they build them down, and you know, like the Rose Bowl. Yeah, the Rose Bowl, flat. you go flat, you go flat, yeah. yeah, and then you go down. I mean, it's, there's a there's a little bit above ground, but it's right. not much. Um, but yeah, it looks like the Selena Meyer vagibrary. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. That makes yeah. sense though. That makes sense. Yeah. So that show. that's a great show. So I have, uh, so I've been watching Cobra Kai on Netflix. Yeah. We talked about um, this. And I am taking the 
learnings from both the Cobra Kai Dojo and the Miyagi-Do uh, philosophies and disciplines. So I understand there were some people on Twitter and Facebook that were making some uh, comments. So uh, I will tell you that of all these people that were making these comments, um, my response to what they said will be based on if I think I can kick their ass. Smart. So I understand that Jeff Allen was uh, blasting a lot of people, former uh, former linemen. Um, I want Mr. Allen to know that I am in one hundred percent agreement of what he said, and I have I take no no umbrage whatsoever. And uh, you know, if, I, if possible, I would love to retweet and favorite course, what he has said. Yeah, I'll be uh, that up. I believe you told me that uh, was it Blair Kirkhoff. Yeah, well, or people like that. Yeah. There was other people out there. Yeah. People like that, you know. You're... Uh, normally, I like Blair. Normally, I like Nate Bucati. Uh, but I will tell them Nate I will. Nate was there and was kind of saying he didn't hear a whole lot of booze, too. Okay, I, well, I, I was yeah. going to, I was. I think that Nate national... would be somebody that I could maybe, you know. Yeah. Give me, give me some people. people. Who said I it? I can't think of that guy's name. I can't think of this guy's name that I've seen. But like I said, Therese Paler was one of them. Normally, I like him. I love his UMKC I football know. stuff. I know. That's what I'm saying. You and can't. now I'm mad at him. Now I'm, I'm uh, off the it, UMKC football bandwagon. So here's – I'll give you an example. Let's take us back a little bit to a time when – because you'll remember this. How about the Matt Castle getting his head blasted off and mm-hmm. him, him being cheered – or no – when he, yeah, his, so basically it being cheered when he was wheeled off and, and, a, and a replacement quarterback came in. Now, if you remember this whole thing, so it's, a, it's not the same scenario, but if you remember Eric Winston, right, at the time, one of our highly paid offensive yep. linemen, free agents, blah, 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 just blasted the Chiefs fans, okay? And you were, I, you probably, you might have been in that stadium, and I don't know if you remember. Probably was, but it was a similar scenario, where again you've got to be careful about what you're saying. Are they booing that? Who was our backup? I don't remember. I was somebody that people were semi excited about. No one is booing. I, I think there's ten percent of the people in that stadium, if they were cheering at all, were cheering that he was okay or walking off the field. Maybe they were cheering because, um, again, they're excited to see a new quarterback come in That because Matt Castle wasn't that great. But no one, no one was cheering. Well, well I shouldn't say no one. I that's kind no of one. what you were saying. That's kind of what you were saying, too, is that – so one of the things I was going to say is you can't – you can never improve intent. Right. Right. You, you can't – so people hear booing. They have no context. They have no idea. They don't know that the Houston Texans are just coming on the field. They don't know that the people in the stadium. So for me to sit here and go, nobody was booing. That would be foolish. I guarantee that there was, I guarantee there was booing. Now, do I know? And and I would even go as far as saying, I guarantee there's probably people booing that there was a unity display. Exactly. I guarantee that now, would it be, would it be fair to say that there was 16? I don't know. 16. 16. 16 individuals but i think it would be fair to say there weren't sixteen thousand. but it was closer to, I, I guarantee it was closer to 16 than sixteen thousand. Sure. now here's the the interesting thing is is 
what is NBC's mics pick up? <laughs> Are they near those 16 people? Dude, and, I, 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 you know, you know what I mean? Maybe it's worthy of me. Like we could talk while I do it, but that you, that we find it. I may be traumatic. Maybe you were removed enough from it now. And it's no different than anything else. Like we talked about buddy, where again, it's, it's already kind of old news. It's already, oh, sure. I, I mean, it's not even, no one is, is talking a thing about this. Um, but well, I, that's I, kind of the news cycle of, of football, of sports in general, right? When we don't have games to talk about, we have to find something else to talk about. And whether we want to admit it or not, and I'm fine admitting it, the game wasn't really noteworthy of talking about. No. I mean, in many respects, it kind of looked like a preseason game. Here's what I'll tell you. And I'll just tell you. Like I watched a lot of the Baltimore game yesterday, Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore puts up 38 on Cleveland and it looked, it looked a lot like the chiefs. It was like the Chiefs were very vanilla. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So my, my feeling is this. Get used to that kind of football probably for a little bit because what we actually have is a dominant team, and we've never really, like, had this kind of dominance. So I think that's such a great example. Like, yesterday's or, or Thursday's game is a great example of how truly, to me, dominant we are because that game was in play in the first quarter pretty much, and then after that, once we really put our, our foot on the gas, that game ended up being like a 14-point game or whatever. It was never close. By the end of it, there was no way the Texans thought they were ever in it. And honestly, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to get like, I, I never, you know, like I've been conditioned to, to prepare for the worst, for we're going to jack this up, we're the Chiefs, like something bad is going to happen, and you just we have to get used to the fact that, man, we are just good. And like, we're going to have team, we're going to have games that are not that fun because we're going to get 14 points ahead of teams, 21 points ahead of teams. Then we're going to pump the brakes because we know we can score on them at will. And then we're just going to dominate them. And our defense is good enough that they can, they can do that now too, you know? So there's just a level of like, part of me goes, Yes, it wasn't the most exciting football, but part of me goes, that's what happens when you've got a really good team and a team that's – and Houston isn't bad. No, they're, they're, they're average. Though, they're probably going to win that division. Yes, I think so. I mean, what do you got, like Phillip Rivers in there now? And Yeah, did you see Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivers yesterday? Dude, Harrington <laughs> Harrison, man, did you see that ding-dong on Twitter? He should not – I hate <laughs> to call my man out. Not that, any, not that he would ever listen to this. But he, he got on there halfway through that game. And if you remember, the Colts were winning, playing pretty yeah. decent. Oh, and yeah. he was like, mark it down. Colts are winning the South. And within, I literally, he, he, he tweets it. Right underneath it, I go, dude, I mean, I think Phillip Rivers is good like you do too. I think he's pretty good. But he's going to Phillip Rivers, dude. Phillip Rivers will always Phillip Rivers at some point, And then it's over. And then how, he will, yeah, you know. How about the Bengals bengling? <laughs> Everybody did. The did Bears, you see that? The Lions, the Lions. Oh, have the bears. Lions are yeah. The, both both of those teams tried to like each other. Like tried to bear the Bears tried to bear it. The Lions tried to lion it. It was like who's gonna you know who's gonna it the most? Are you ready to hear this audio yet? Yeah, let's do it. I do want you to. I mean, have we have we filled enough time for you to find it? Yes, I think so. I've had it for a second. Okay, here right. you go. I'm gonna okay. mute. I'm okay, gonna so mute. This is literally. So this is literally like right when they're going in. And so I'll try to hold it by, I don't know where my phone, where my speaker is. Where are the speakers on this that it, it, you can hear good? 
Are you not using no. the microphone I got you? No, remember, because of, of the headphones, I can't hear. You know, if I use the mic, I can't use the Jeez, I'm going to have to come over and be your technology support and show you how to that. use your microphone without your headphones. Let's play this. Right, okay, I'm muting. Yeah, I can't hear shit. Hold on. Let's see if I can get hooked up real quick to the old school way. I'm gonna, I'm coming over to your house and I'm going to be the first visitor. Okay. The cor corona visitor. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Let's try this into the mic now. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Let me go back to the beginning. It's the beginning. That's the worst part. And I think that's what you're talking about. Right. But hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Now I want you to look at the video and go back to the first part. Because they're still lining up. I because think that's what you're saying. Up. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I get it. I get what you're saying now, because look, here's what's happening. Look, like you're saying. Yeah, there's all, all the Texans are still walking from yeah. the middle of the field all the way like over across. So yeah, so, so they all went down to the west end of the, the west end zone. Correct. Like they got on the middle of the field and then they kind of started spreading out to the west like they were going to line up behind the Chiefs. Right. So like the Chiefs were lined up, say from midfield to, I don't know, right. 35, 30 yard line. A lot of the Texan players kind of, went behind them and kind of started lining up like behind them. No, I saw that. Yeah. No, and then Deshaun Watson goes and locks arms with Patrick Mahomes. And then they start fanning out to make a, a big singular line. Right. So really, if we want to talk about, you know, I mean, it was just uncoordinated and the players were actually the most uncoordinated of all because they couldn't even <laughs> well, make a They couldn't even make a straight line. Straight line. Well, tell me about, <laughs> Hey, I, in fourth grade, that's why I'm glad we're virtual. That's the one thing I don't have to do is line those kids up. It's like the hardest thing for human beings to do is stand in a straight line. I don't know why, but here's what I'll also say. And it's a great point. And again, it goes back to, this is where, again, they, they, they half ass it sometimes. Okay. They, they, they wanted to turn it over to the players. They wanted to let the players do something. So the players planned it for this whole moment of unity in the middle of the field. Well, they didn't produce it right. They didn't – I mean, you got to announce it to the fans. You've got to let the fans know what's going on. And I think maybe part of it is – and I, I, I mean, I want to think this is not the case. I want to think that Mark Donovan, Clark Hunt, all the people that were in charge of organizing it, did the best they could and they just kind of messed it up. What my concern is, is did they try to sneak it in? Did they try to do it really fast? Did they try to do it in a way that was kind of the fans didn't even hardly notice and get even a deal in because they were worried about this and then it kind of backfired? Like part of me is just like, I don't know why it was so poorly produced, if that makes sense. So and, here's and what they're paid a lot of money to think about that. Here's my, a theory that I have. Okay. I have a theory that they wanted to do something and it felt like everything pregame was rushed, including right. that. And that's a TV thing. Okay. So if, you know, like Clark hunt basically got out there and it felt like he felt like a guy that City chase fans. <laughs> well, he felt like a guy that had just had practiced and had been told, Hey, you've got five minutes. Okay, you got five minutes to do this. And then as he's walking out, they're like, oh, shit. Hey, your, your time's been cut to one. Like, it feels like he – that's what – hey, the players are going to do this unity thing, and uh, they're going right. to need four minutes, so you've been cut to one. Right. And so it felt like 
everything was kind of like it was like oh uh, we didn't and let's and, and 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 again it's it's it doesn't make sense to what you're doing right too so you're dropping the super bowl banner right how does that match up with your black lives matters kind of like thing you're doing right because it doesn't does that make sense like you can't celebrate both things you can't memorialize both things like you shouldn't do both things at the same time that's a good point like so they had just dropped the banner and said hey super bowl champions and then they said hey moment of silence right yeah (laughs) Hey, you know here's, what I mean? like, here's something you've waited your entire life for. You're super happy about this. Could you be quiet, please? Shut shut your mouth for a minute here while we and again, for we don't even you don't even know why you're shutting your mouth. You just have to be quiet. Like that's the piece that I, I mean, again, I think if you told Chiefs fans, hey, here's the deal. The players have found a way. They're not lean, they're not kneeling. They no one's kneeling. It's not during the anthem. They're going to walk out here. They're going to lock arms. We're going to be quiet. We're going to say, hey, we're all in this boat together. And then, boom, we're going to play football. Like, part of me goes, if everybody was on, knew that that was the case and knew that was the thing, I, I, 99% of the world goes. Again, that's why I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, listen, I know Kansas City has some effed up people. I do. I know that. And I know they would boo kneeling. Like I knew we had uh, Okafor, he kneeled. Like if they're kneeling the booing, I I would expect that, if that makes sense. Because that would happen everywhere. That would happen everywhere. But it's definitely going to happen in Kansas City. But the part of me that, that's why I was asking, I was like, did they really do that? Because it was like the least controversial part, right? It was like, how did we, why would we get mad about this unity thing? Now, were there people? Yes. But again, that's those crazy fringe people that you can't, they're always going to be dipshits. You know. Yeah, and they probably either they knew what was going on or they didn't know what was going on, and that's the other thing. It's it. I think that it was either. I think there he, had one guy I saw on Twitter. They they caught on video. He had his own video and he was taping himself, and he was like, "I came here to watch football. I didn't come here to watch this and all this." Well, stuff. and I I talked to some people this week that you know I was talking about it, and they were like, "I'll be honest, if I was there, I was like they were at home." And they were, uh, they're on the Eastern time zone. Right. And they're just like, we were getting pissed at take it. You know, we were expecting this game to start at 720. <laughs> and then you've got these 15, 20 minute delays. Like, you know, some of us have to work. So I this know, game's already starting at 820 Eastern. Now you're pushing it back to where, you know, you're not really kicking the ball until 845. Right. So now these people are, you know, they're up till midnight to watch this, watch this game. Oh, I do feel like the games went faster. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You would Which think is, maybe less timeouts for like crowd reasons, different things like that. Maybe less penalties. Yeah. I thought there was way less flags. Well, and I think too, you're going to see that the visiting teams will have more of an advantage. Like there's really no home field advantage. No, no, not. I mean, it, I definitely, when you don't have, when you have an empty stadium other than the travel and it depends on how teams are going to travel and how they're going to do it, Andy, because I do think that there is a level of that, that, that will be an inconvenience, right? Because a lot of teams like in the MLS, they were doing, they're doing like travel day of, and that was something they talked about in the NFL was maybe doing day of yeah, I just travel. Don't think you which, can do that. No, I know. I, I don't think they ended up doing it, but it was something that was floated around there, you know? So you know, there is a level of like, that's an annoyance and that makes it hard because you're, you're sleeping in a hotel. What Andy Reid say, Andy Reid said, here's the deal. We're going to fly into town and then we ain't leaving the hotel. 
there ain't going to be a soul. It's going to be lock the doors and we're in the hotel until we go get on the buses to go to the stadium and we get back on the buses, go back to the hotel and then the airport. That's it. That's unless all you're, unless you're Daniel house. <laughs> unless it, whatever it is, unless it, I mean, she, again, that's good. Did, luck, you, uh, right? did you hear about that guy? No, I didn't. Houston, Houston Rockets, Daniel house got kicked out of the is bubble the for having that. Right. He had an unauthorized visitor in his hotel room, and then his wife went to uh, the Instagram and posted a, uh, you reap what you sow. Oopsies. <laughs> he got suspended for the rest of the playoffs. Now they got bounced the next night, but still. Right. Um, well, this is what I, I'll tell you what happened in the MLS. A, a te- two teams got kicked out completely of their tournament. They came back, and they started like a tournament-type deal just to kind of get back and play type deal. And two teams, because they snuck out, they snuck out of the bubble, a couple of them, and were partying and stuff, and they ended up having like eight, nine cases on each team. They kicked them out of the whole tournament. They're like, your whole team's gone, dudes. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's going to take a level of personal responsibility that is going to be tough. Part of me goes, sure, these KC or or these NFL football organizations have a billion dollars, and they will be able to figure out how to keep these kids locked up in a hotel for – whatever it is it's real easy it's basically just a piece of tape across the the door yeah exactly oh that's (laughs) foolproof that's what i'm saying dude you put a a, piece of tape across the door and if the tape's broken you know that curfew was everybody knows this matt okay well that's the problem everyone knows that everybody also knows how to freaking you know you just what you do is you don't know how to break that you have to get some heat to it and get some steam going and then you just like push it so it doesn't rip that's a no-brainer dude i can get out of that any day you got to get like some steam then you push it really slowly so the stick kind of lets guts go a little bit and it doesn't break that's the key man but anyway i'm just saying there are ways to sneak out kids are smart kids have been since day one in their lives figuring out ways to break rules and so the idea that they're going to fly to places and they're going to lock these guys up into hotel rooms and they're never going to get out is that's ludicrous they're going to try and good on them but well i also think too that you know you see these guys i mean they're flying into these cities I think that I, I really don't actually see it being much of an issue. I think you might have one or two cases, but I think if you fly in on a Saturday, you know, let's say that you land at, I don't know, um, four o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you unload, they take you to the, uh, the hotel, they put you in meetings and then you're getting to the stadium the next morning at nine o'clock. Like, I don't think that, I think these guys are professional enough to know that hey this is a business trip and if yes. you want to if you want to come party in new orleans do it in the off season i know i know i think the you're only... seeing a lot of guys that, that do that anymore but then there's always again there's always those outliers there's the kid from the steve whatever the oakland raiders lineman right that super bowl super well, bowl saturday or super bowl whatever it was yeah, but Friday, you, don't see, you don't see that it's anymore. lost no not anymore no no i know yeah, not anymore. you don't really see that you saw that a lot back in the 80s Right. But you really don't see that anymore. And I think a lot of it has to do with that. They've got these guys, they keep them busy. It's, right. like, gra- oh. it's like grandma used to say, uh, idle hands do the work of the devil. <laughs> Idle's hands are the devil's workshop, dude. I say that all the time. So they, so Idle's they keep hands them, the devil's workshop. So they keep them busy, right? If you keep, you know, it's the same thing with your students, right? If you give them this free time, they're going to get themselves in trouble. Whereas if they've got work to do, that's filling up the time, 
you're going to keep them. They're they're going to stay boredom, in trouble. Boredom is, will always be forever the worst thing possible, yeah. you know, for people. Yeah, they well, will find a way to not be bored. Hopefully, we didn't bore people today. No, I think thank we you for it today. Uh, thank you for well, letting me defend my city. Andy, uh, can you and here's plug our friends at Cornerstone? The Poonhound did not. Uh, we may have lost him as an advertiser. He did oh, not. Oh no! Yeah, well, he didn't do it this week. He's losing his own personal ladies now. Like his own crushes <laughs> and stuff are literally being, you know, like I don't think he anticipated that was like what was going to happen. You know, it was like literally the girls he crushed on would start getting picked. Yeah, off, dude, you know? it's really weird when you have like a testimonial and that testimonial like. It's like putting somebody as a reference on a resume and then they call and check on it and they're like, no, that, that, don't fucking hire that guy. He's a yeah, shit. Yeah, it's terrible. And I think that <laughs> happens. I swear to God that happens. Does that happen to you? You you hire people. I've heard that happens. Like, I, I'm just curious how uh, often dude, the that people does I'm, happen. The people, I'm, uh, yeah, the people that I'm hiring. Right, I got you. It's not, it's but not I will tell you in education, I know that happens all the time. I'll just tell you, like, in education, people will put down references for people. I, I'll just tell you this. I, the only reason I know is is because we get kind of wind of hiring processes, okay? And so whenever you have, like, say there's a, a teacher that's open in fourth grade, let's say, and they'll say, hey, we got a teacher. They're coming in. We hired them. They're great. And I literally, we had this happen where they're like, oh, um, we actually hadn't checked with, we hadn't gotten back with one of their last references and they like killed them. And so we didn't hire them. And I was like, what in God's name? I'm like, how is that even possible that you would have a reference that would just torch you like that? And then that has to be like it at that point, right? Because you've I mean, got to. You should have a reference. <laughs> like, like here's a little career advice for people. Um, Let's hear it. Good. I mean, this is good. If, we'll end if it you're on going this. to have references, you know, most people, I've got three references, right? Or they put references yeah, mom, available upon request. So if you're going to have a reference, here's the references that you want. You want right. somebody that you worked for. Correct. Okay. So right. a boss that you worked for that will speak kindly about you right. and that will give you a good reference. And if you have more than one, even better. Here's right. three people that I've worked for. Call them. Perfect. Work right. for this Those guy here. Best. Work for this girl here. Best work references possible. Right here. Right. Then you have coworkers. Never hurts. Not worked alongside worst. with this person. Worked alongside. Now, depending on the job, if it's something where here's a customer or here's mm -hmm. a supplier that I worked with. Right. And then you need like personal references. So someone like you and I who have really, you know, this doesn't count as work, but we've never worked together. We've been friends for 25 years. Correct. But we've never worked together. Right. So if I need somebody to give me, to give a, what type of person am I? I'm probably going to go to you before hmm. I go to that guy that uh, my Daniel LaRusso or my Johnny Lawrence right. from high school. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, remember when I was in that all Valley karate tournament? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, you were in the other dojo. I remember there was like, was. there was another dojo, right? There was like other teams in that whole thing. Yeah. There's always like uh, another team. They're like the Washington generals. Yeah. The, 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 they're going to put a kid in the semis, but you know, he's going to get, he's going to get smoked. knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He might book. die. Sometimes they like, if he'll get hurt bad, but I, I yeah. mean, in, the, in that, in that case, I actually let LaRusso get banged yeah, up. But. I told, uh, I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't watched it, but I, I said <laughs> at the end of this, at the end of season one, I'm like, they book so-and-so as a heel. I can't believe that, they got, that guy is a heel. That guy's a good guy in this whole series. And they're going to have him be the bad guy. Cause bad guy always wins the first round. 
Typically, yes. You can't have yes. the good guy win the first round and then people want to see no, no, a rematch no. with it's the bad rock, guy. It's like a Rocky rule or yeah. something. You've yeah, got it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like he Rocky, lost. He yeah, lost like in Rocky. Rocky's no good in Rocky three if he beats Clubber Lang right in the in the first fight. Exactly. <laughs> it's I mean series over. It's, it's like boring at that point. Oh, hey, cool. Hey, thanks. You know, like <laughs> there is no Rocky four if Drago doesn't kill Apollo Creed, Apollo Creed, we don't which, care about like, th- what like an incredible dude. bit of nationalism and like the most insane thing. Like <laughs> the Russian guy comes and kills the American guy and that starts and he's got to avenge the, like, it's incredible what we, we, I think sometimes we do get a little, like, we think some things like that in other countries happen and we don't realize, like we get fed a lot of that kind of stuff too, a little bit, which is fine. Again, as long as it's taken within context, you know, but like, I mean, but that in is the some... '80s, that shit sold and played. Oh, I like, know. There it was, was crazy. a lot more national. Well, Top Gun. Top Gun. Think about Top Gun, right? I mean, Top Gun is a perfect example of that. You know, like that is pure '80s American Cold War. Fuck the Russians. You know, like we're American badasses. Movie. You know, like yeah, exactly. Rocky. Same story. So many of them. There's like what a school. T- there's like all those l- ones where like the Russians came and like invaded schools and shit. Red Dawn. To- Red Dawn. There you go. I was like, what is this? <laughs> uh, I I am very appreciative of Cobra Kai. The okay. Johnny's favorite TV show or movie mm-hmm. is Iron Eagle. <laughs> Amazing. Iron Eagle is a classic. Of course it. Of oh course. my gosh, that movie is so great. I'm trying Amazing. to get Kara to watch Iron Eagle with me. She hasn't seen Iron Eagle. She's no like, I mean, I know she's younger than I, us, but she's not like. Dude, a, Iron you know. Eagle is a great, you know what? I'm probably going to go, when we hang up here, I'm probably going to go out to iTunes and see if I can find the Iron Eagle soundtrack. <laughs> Definitely. Because if memory serves If not, correct, go drive to Blockbuster. Maybe you can rent it, rent it, you know, in the like. The... If memory serves correct, the soundtrack was amazing. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Very, again, very patriotic. Very, like, got you pumped up. Yeah. It's got to be yeah. some logins in there, something. Just dude, logins. Logins <laughs> in the 80s, man. Uh, Every, everywhere. I'm a little upset about my parents and watching, uh, with watching Cobra Kai that I probably should have taken karate because the hot chicks that these guys all get, un believable. Which has nothing to do with the movie, I'm sure, at all. And has it everything has to everything do. everything to do it's with just, karate. Karate. Right. This, brings, this brings the ladies in. I, have no I should idea. have been a karate guy. <laughs> All right. It makes the, sense. It makes like sense. Like the nerdiest of nerds is like, yeah. like this guy has like got some ladies and then he's got some he's got an entourage of ladies. Like, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. It's great. Amazing. All right. Plug Cornerstones. Uh, Cornerstones coming out. Nothing from the Poontown. So happy trade projects over. Happy Trade Project, the last episode came out today, and then we'll do a little other little funny thing, and then, yeah, I'll just keep doing that silly stuff, and then, but the big one will come out November 2nd, or November 1st, is that what I said? Yeah. Sometime like in early, November. Early November. It's Happy Page. We're moving on to Happy Page. Happy Page, yes. This is another member of Fish. Yeah. How long, okay. Andy? You are up with it, man. I am. Love uh, that about you. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I follow your hashtags. I know. God bless you. Um, you if best. I were to say I follow your hash browns. Would you know what I mean? The Denny's hash browns, the good ones you get yeah, after, yeah. Um, yeah, after you're really drunk game. at the cheese yeah. game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, that actually, I mean, I understand, you know, you can only talk about that for so long, but I get talking about it for a little bit because it sounds delicious. I won't lie. Yeah, but you know how drunk people are, man. They think that, like, you know, when they say something for the 17th time, they really think that they're saying it for like the second. Exactly. No, no, no. She had no idea. Of course yeah. not. She had no idea. 
It's like this podcast. Well, we've said the same things. <laughs> we might as well. We said we've had like 50 episodes or something, right? Like, but well, that's it's, not, uh, it's, it's all... like the, it's like the Jim Rome show. He, uh, yeah, it's a yeah, rotation of the it's, same. It's bullshit. a rotation of the same jokes, and then yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, I will catch you next week. Um, we'll see Cornerstones. We'll see the Happy Page Project. We'll see you on the Twitter at WMC Hopefully Hammer not the Poonhound. 33 Poonhound. We don't know if he'll be back ever, but um, Let's hope so. we are going to have to eat a but little we'll lighter this week. Um, <laughs> so, exactly. uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andy Cavanaugh, but I'm probably not. I'm probably still <laughs> banished. Uh, no, it's and okay. of course, we're at CS underscore pod. I will post that the most surreal picture of uh, an NFL stadium 15 minutes before kickoff. Please do there. that. Yeah. You were inside man. I love that. I was, uh, I was there. All right. So all there. these assholes that were saying we were booing, were they there? No. No. So, no. Exactly. They weren't Listen there. To my so man. That's right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Going to Kansas City. Kansas City. Here I come. They got some crazy little women there and I'm gonna get me one. I'm gonna be stand on the corner, 12th Street and Bond. I'm gonna be stand on the corner, 12th Street and